Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and some other stuff. And now, your hosts, Mal and Neil. And we're back. Welcome to the weekly podcast, podcast number 17 with Mal and Neil. Talk About Town. What's up, Neil? What's going on, Malachi? Uh, not much. I'm pretty excited. I don't... Are you... You pretty excited? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we're both pretty excited. Uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, a couple, a month or so ago, I bumped into somebody at the golf course, and I uh, I wore him down. He's in here. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Mr. Stephen Vantrese. He did not wear me down. He, <laughs> I, uh, the funny thing is, he actually wrote me in, on the inbox on Facebook, and I didn't see it until... Uh -huh. About a month or so later, so that's my fault. Yeah, that's the story. I uh, <laughs> We bumped into each other. I don't even know if you know this or not, yeah. but we were back at the clubhouse. We had already played, and Carissa, my wife, and my brother was there and all this stuff. They said I just disappeared. They were like, where the hell did Mal go? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I come, I come around the corner, and they're like, what is he doing with him? <laughs> and I don't even – I went over there, and all I said was – I don't really remember, but uh, I, I think I said something like, uh, I need to buy you a shot or whatever. So uh, I did, and uh, next thing you know, what I did forget to mention, because I'd had a couple drinks, I talked to him for like 15 minutes, and I never even mentioned our podcast that we have. So as soon as I make the post on Facebook, Neil, within about four seconds, like, you guys can come on the show. And the first thing I said was like, no. I you said, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Because Carissa said when we got in the car, she said I was all pissed off. Like, I talked to the dude for five minutes, and I didn't even mention that I have a Louisville-based well, podcast. Yeah, here, so here we are. I dropped, I dropped the ball. We're cards fans. We're agents. We're, everything. Everything. It, it, it all lines up. It and fits very well. And we like alcohol, apparently. Yeah, so yeah. we're all – everything worked out. The only thing I forgot to say was, hey – by the way, I have this podcast. But so what I did was I sent him a message on Facebook and then it comes, it comes with this little gray check mark. And so I don't, I had to Google what that even means. And it kind of means like, I guess it's like spam or whatever. But then, so I gave it a couple of days. I sent him another one. And then when we had a guest and he was like, Hey, just look him up on the MLS and get his phone number and all this stuff. I was like, dude, I was like, that's taking it to kind of like that's stalker level. Yeah. It would have been fine. I was like, so I was like, I said, wants, let's just show up at his house. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I was just like, let's just let it run its course. And then I guess about a week ago, he was like, Hey, I'm just now seeing this, which was like about a month ago. Uh, he's like, but sure. I'll come on. So anyways, that's a abbreviated story of uh, how he showed up here. But thanks for taking time out of your birthday today. Yeah, is, yeah. It's, bir it's birthday week, actually. Yep, Neil had his. Yours was... Mine was uh, Tuesday the 24th. Tuesday, so yeah. So yeah. Feeling like today. an old man today. Yeah. 29. And... Don't even... 29. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What um, I wouldn't give. Yeah, uh, 29 used to be old, and 29 is not old now. But we can, we'll save that topic for <laughs> another day. Um, so like we said... He's a real estate agent, so we can all go ahead and jump into the numbers. Yeah. Do you have anything pulled up over there? I've got a little bit. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. We talk about it every week, and the same thing keeps happening. These dips and valleys, um, we're back down on, you know, sold to list ratios creeping back down. Um, absorb Absorption rate is creeping up. And then um, number of listings, tiny bit higher right now. Is that for everybody or... That's for everybody. There are there are right now. No, this is August because they come out delayed. Okay. Four thousand two hundred and seventy-five active listings August nineteenth. Okay. Well, here's what we before we came on. I made the mention that the numbers 
are low. The inventory is low. I'm struggling. Neil nodded his head. He agreed. And then I came Steve- in and I said, I disagree. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at the numbers today, September 26. We have 3828 uh, active listings on mm-hmm. Glar. Um, that's before, you know, an hour drive before I came over here. Right. So the numbers may be higher or lower, but um, that's the most listings we've had in the last three years. Um, they are creeping are back you up. So three years. A lot of the media and people are saying that we don't have a lot of active, uh, a ton of inventory. Well, I don't think that's the case. We're starting to see more homes come out and houses are staying on the market a little bit longer now. And we've only been talking, me and Neil, I'm just, I know you listen every day. So um, <laughs> you you know this as well as anybody else. But we've been talking, it's supposed to, there's supposed to be a shift. Everything we've been reading for like a, a year and a half yeah. is it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's eventually going to get here. And maybe it is for, because I know, and we, it's all about price point too. We've talked about yeah, that. It, there's really two markets. Yeah. If you're below 200,000, yeah. then you may be fighting with some other buyers. If you're above and the further away you get from that, you'll yeah. probably, it's a softer for Yeah, you. and I'm seeing anything that's over 400,000 is kind i mean that they're staying on the market for a lot longer period and i'm i'm in agreement with you guys on that and um anything under two hundred thousand, you are probably gonna be fighting because those are your majority your first time home buyers and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of those guys just sitting around waiting to buy yeah so what about your do you have a bidding war out there for that henry county listing that's supposed to be badass i've had it i've had (laughs) it under uh contract out in out in eminence but uh it uh it's a beautiful property it's been completely renovated um 45 or 4695 North Main Street, if anyone wants to look it up. Is it on acreage? It, it is not. It's okay. right on the street uh, in, this, in the town of Emmons. Mm-hmm. Okay. How close is it to, so, um, aren't they supposed to be building a, what's it called? What's that distillery out there? Rabbit? Uh, Rabbit rab- Hole? Yeah, is that what, it, it's somewhere out there in Henry County. I don't even I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But. There's some big farm out there they bought up. Well, um, I used to work with a guy in Louisville that commuted from Eminence every day, so it can be done. Yeah. It's a beautiful town. I mean, I've I've been out there probably twenty times now with all the uh, open houses and showings and whatnot, and it's I like it a lot out there actually. Hell yeah, I've hunted out there a little bit, so no, the, the property out there is beautiful. Um, but as far as the weekly numbers, the listings were this this same week of twenty eighteen were five oh two, this year five twenty five. I mean, so right we just we just talked about that. So yeah. that's, that's well, cool. <clears throat> when people ask, I say. It's no shift, but it's softening finally. Right. And then it's, the solds were, here's a big discrepancy. The solds for this same week in 2018, 441. This year, 334. So, I mean, hmm. that's over 100. So, who, that's. Well, and we, we've kind of said here recently, we wish we had the crystal ball because, you know, something could turn and it could go back to where we've been the past couple years. Oh, where, yeah. you know, you sell a house in negative one days. Yeah. We're people writing offers sight unseen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's crazy talk. So, and well, I didn't get to say, but I'm with Simmons and Realtors, and mm-hmm. uh, I pulled some of the data that we get um, weekly. Um, and this is data that's as of September 22nd, 2019. And we're actually up 6% from last year um, for days on the market. So yeah. we're currently at 37 days is the average nice. and, that, and that's for all of Glar. Right. Because, and that includes, you know, your million dollar listing that might take six months. Yeah. Everything down to the... It's a hard number the, to follow. That's what we've talked about. Cause yeah. it's so your big house is compared to your $150,000 house that sold in four hours. And this one took eight months or a year. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, I wish I knew what that over the million dollar and, you know, like I'm selling those like hotcakes, but uh, right. those are far and few between. But um, all right, well, there's the numbers. We'll get back on it here in a minute when we talk to Steven a little bit more. Let's jump into the six pack of questions. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I usually, I usually have a, a drink that I crack open right there. But anyways, uh, all right, well, let's get our six questions the other way. This one. I just, I've been waiting. This one's this a one. softball. No, 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 this one I've been waiting to ask him. So, um, all right, cats or cards? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> cards all day, baby. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, that one's easy. All right, hometown. I'm from Indianapolis. Nice. Well, that was my question I was going to ask you. Uh, we have some family up there. How close, I mean, Indy's huge. Uh, were you to Center Grove? Were you, were you... Um, Probably 30 minutes or so. I'm on the northeast side, uh, Lawrence, so not too far from Fishers and Carmel. Mm -hmm. okay. well, I don't we've know. been up to I'm a big Colts fan we can talk about that in a yeah. sec I like that but yeah. we've gone up to Carmel for uh, when my son was playing in some soccer tournaments at Grand Park uh, and uh, Grand Park uh, Colts had training camp there nice yeah no, that's a beautiful beautiful side of the city so yeah. I miss it every day but my, my family still lives there and they commute back and forth and well, it's, it's not, not far. No, that's no. It's, it's. I got a friend whose kid goes to Franklin College and is playing soccer there. He's like, it's you know, you can run up there. And it's all back. 65. Like yeah. You get on 65 right here, and then you get off 65, <laughs> and you're you're there. So uh, no, it's an easy. It's just it's easy. All right, um, my turn. F uh, favorite restaurant. It doesn't have to be local. It can be or you know. No, mojitos. Know. It's a local Cuban restaurant. Okay. So, mojitos or Havana Rumba. I'm okay. actually going there tonight. Nice. Yes. For the birthday. Uh -huh. uh, nice. I've got a um, a Cuban friend that took us to Havana Rumba one time, and, you know, he knows the guys. Nice. He's yeah. cool. Marcos is one of the owners, and I'm my good family. Well, I should say my father-in-law plays against him all the time at LAC for racquetball. So okay. Every time we run into him, they, he's like, your father-in-law beat me today. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, favorite vacation spot? Mm. I've been to Mexico twice in the last year and a half or so, so I should say Mexico. Uh, crazy. I'm an all-inclusive all guy. I got married there. Uh, Sweet. In Playa de Karma. So it was all-inclusive. How long really ago? Uh, I got married July 5th. So Of this year? Last year. Of last oh, year. Okay. So it, it's... Um, I, I loved it. I mean, I know a lot of people are wary about going out Hell with all yeah, this stuff that's going on. My family, last summer, 2018, we went to Puerto Escondido, mm -hmm. Mexico, yeah. which is down in the south, like almost to Belize, and it's an international surf destination. Hmm. You surf? I don't, <laughs> but it was... I would love to see you surf. I would I love, love to, to see surf. you surf. I, mean, I, knew, I knew that was coming. Uh, well... <laughs> Um, there was the, so the guy that owns Mala Idea Mezcal has connections to Louisville donated to a silent auction for my kid's school, wow. a stay there. We won it. And then we extended the stay a little bit. And it, I mean, it was a private villa with a pool right on the beach with your own housekeeper chef. Doesn't sound Hell like you yes. could use that. Oh. It, it, it worked out. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so if you have free time, what do you do when you're not working? What do you do your free time? What you, what's your hobbies? You know, what, what do you like to do? Huh. I usually, I actually have uh, two Dobermans. One's, uh, I just rescued him. His name's Opie, and he's five years old. And then I have another one that's like 17, eight, eight weeks old Doberman. Uh, his name's Malcolm. So um, I'm usually hanging out with my dogs or um, just hanging out with the family, trying to and hang out with my friends. I like, the, I'm big in the fantasy football. Same. So. Mm -hmm. Um, getting my butt worked 
in the fantasy leagues. I'm one and two. <laughs> oh, and three in my uh, big money league. And yep. one and two in my other one. Um, let's just say I won it last year and I traded some draft picks. I should have, shouldn't have. Yep. So hurting on that front, but I'm looking to make a, make a run at the playoffs. Our league is super competitive and it's a nice little buy-in. I won it in 14 and it's getting so long ago that it's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't ride that. Now, yeah, yeah. I can't ride that glory anymore. Well, we are, we're in a 12 person league and it's my friend, all my friends from high school um, that I played baseball and basketball with. Mm-hmm. And I grew up with them. And um, my, my actual team name is Vanilla Godzilla, <laughs> which, is, which is my uh, nickname from Japan. So, nice. um, which Love is, it. which is fun. But I actually made a t-shirt that said, uh, 2018, 19, uh, Fantasy football champion Vanilla Godzilla and has a big yeah. trophy on it with my uh, my symbol on it. So that's it's pretty awesome. funny. Uh, let me ask you this: I saw on Facebook, I think you camp or something a little bit because you had this setup of uh, bourbons, like you had like a little. So I know you get outdoors at one point. Uh, which this isn't one of the six packs questions, but you got a favorite bourbon? Like I saw, you think you had Elijah Craig on there, which that's my favorite. Yeah. But, um, you had a decent little spread of like four or five sitting on a table or something. Like yeah, that. I was actually, that's when I went home to Indianapolis and yeah. I love to bring, uh, that's, I grew up on a small little lake. It's called Indian Lake. And I tried to bring, you know, four or five different bottles home and let my friends try it. Cause they're, it's different being here in Louisville mm-hmm. compared to Indianapolis. They oh, don't yeah. get the good stuff like I do. Uh, I will say my favorite, um, is actually, uh, Old Forester birthday bourbon. Okay. Uh, it only comes out once a year, obviously. And, it's hard to get, and I'm so. If anyone has it out there, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like Weller too, man. I can put Weller on some ice, yeah. and it's over. I mean, I'm I'm a Weller um, special reserve. I uh, I usually get that. Is that here's, the red label? No, it's the green. The green. That's what I drink. It's the green label. Yeah, hell and yeah. Here's a little tip for you guys. Uh, every Friday mm-hmm. at Liquor Barn or Party Mart, the it, last Friday of every month, they usually put out the allocated items like Blanton's, Weller, uh, Eagle Rare. So I don't know how much how big of bourbon hunters you guys are, but uh, I'm more of than than uh, Neil is. Yeah, I'm. Neil's I'm, off the wagon. I'm kind of an ex- no. I'm on the wagon. <laughs> oh, on the wagon. Neil's <laughs> on the wagon. Yeah, we're, I'm off the wagon. Guys, okay. I, I'm not on. I'm not off the wagon. <laughs> uh, no, I, I uh, I'm an ex drinker. Yeah, no. John O's in E Town. They have a big bourbon selection down there it's huge and when they get them in on facebook like if they have two or three or whatever they put them on facebook just got these in and people try to you can't claim them but people show up down there so whenever they get rare stuff in they throw them on there uh so they're they're good to follow on facebook for stuff like that yeah but uh i'll check it out all right last question okay uh, okay what did you want to be when you grew up um I want to be a professional basketball player, okay. so I, I got to actually live out that dream. I Hell played, yes. That's played awesome. in Japan for three years. Um, the only I reason I quit that. was it's my wife's fault. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, shit. <laughs> she, she knows I'm kidding. I, um, I actually just, you know, you, go, you fall in and out of love after you've been doing it for so long, and uh, I fell back in love with it, and then being away from your family for so long. I, mean, I think that'd be hard. I was, you know, 10 months at a time gone, and mentally it's hard, and uh, watching your parents get older and your your friends and family missing birthdays and oh, okay. holidays. I mean, I've been doing that since uh, just with with all the basketball things I've done my whole life. So I'm a big family guy. So it was kind of nice to finally be home now and yeah, um, settle in with, with my career here in, in real estate. That's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think we're all pretty big family people, so that resonates. Yeah, um, I think and and I can relate um, with our family with uh, burnout in sports even too. Yeah. Um, I know my son played soccer for since he was like you know three years old. 
he's in high school now. It's obviously not as long, but he he was good. And he said, I don't want to play anymore. I don't like it. Nice playing and, football. And if you don't have the passion for it, I mean, my little brother, he was, he's six, he's about my size. He's six, mm-hmm. eight. Um, he's a little shorter than me, but, uh, <laughs> he, he just, you know, he fell out of love and he stopped playing his senior year of high school and he could have easily went and played mid yeah. or somewhere. Hmm. Let me, uh, before we jump into the real stuff, I did a little bit of research and I saw that you were 50% from the three point line in your career, <laughs> which is unbelievable for people that shoot threes. I saw 50%. That too. Hold on. Tell yeah. everyone I uh, didn't pay you to say that. No. Uh, <laughs> so uh, now I'm not saying that you only took two and you hit one of them and they were both in the same game. Cause I went on YouTube and looked it up. I was like, so uh, it was in the AAC championship game or whatever, but yeah. like that's first number. I was like 50%. And then I was like, Oh, he took two. And the, even the announcer was like, he's only taken two in his career. Yes. And both of those are tonight. So. Well, which is hilarious. And I actually posted, that video not too long ago Did you? and nice. uh, a lot of the teammates uh <laughs> sent me a text and we were laughing but uh coach p actually uh, drew up the play for that for me to actually shoot the three. oh nice oh and, i was probably cussing you and oh. he, he drew you up the play <laughs> yeah well we were up 40 so, yeah <laughs> um, coach p was like Steve, don't get you one <laughs> we, we actually had a timeout and he was deciding if he wanted to take me out or not and coach uh, russ goes no let's let vt shoot a three so like coach draws up it Chris, uh, Chris Jones passes me the ball. I shoot the three back iron and I'm like, dang it. So I go down, we'll get another steal or whatever stop on defense. And I didn't even run to the block. I went straight to the top of the key, <laughs> waited for the I'm ball. I'm shooting. Yeah. <laughs> Give I me the rock. It. I didn't care. Cause I knew I was coming out. So yep. nice. I, I switched it. So it's a Hell little yeah. claim to fame over here. Good Hell percentage. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, uh, you've got some, uh, high rebound records too, for like oh, yeah. the conference and, and, uh, et cetera. That was like, you're, you you well, can snag the ball. Well, yeah, I mean, that's something I, I prided myself on was rebounding. I knew um, I knew that's something I had to bring to the team. I was always a role player in college, mm-hmm. and uh, which I was fine with. You have to have role players uh, yeah. in every business or in everything you do. Not everyone can be the star player. And that's tough for people, tough pill for people to swallow. But, um, you know, I take pride in what I've done. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've always been a good player on almost every team growing up, and I always did. All, I, I'm always used to doing the little things to make every, right. everyone everything work. So it's kind of what we do as real estate agents. We're it's, controlling the little things in the process. That's absolutely mm-hmm. true. And it's, behind the scenes too, exactly. And a lot of things that doesn't get accounted for yep. um, that our our clients don't know what we're doing. So yep. it's kind of the same thing for me. I'm you know I'm getting this rebound when I kick it out, and then they make another pass and they shoot it for three. I'm not getting the assist. That's right. Um, they yeah. actually called it a, a hockey, hockey. Assist. I was going to say a um, hockey assist. Right. Yeah, they said so they count that. Things like that uh, I'm used to and I'm fine with. Well, um, as a fan, my um, my perception of that team in particular was everyone played their role oh, and yeah. their part. There was no you know, one guy all the time. It was not like that a bit. So yeah. th- that team was particularly fun to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. And after we went to the in 2012, and we lost in the Final Four. I was there. <laughs> it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, coach. I mean, we coach had us pretty much locked in, and we knew going into that summer that how we knew what it took to get there, and we yep. were itching to get back and win that thing. And um, I can say we were focused every day in practice. There was no bad practices, and everyone knew we were all bought in. So. Um, there was no de- uh, detouring us from getting that championship. That's awesome. Hell yeah, that's cool. All right. Uh, well, well, and by the way, it did happen. 
Like, yeah. It actually exists. Yeah. Like, Say what you want. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it happened. I, I, I didn't saw wear it. my ring today, but I do still have my ring. Nice. Oh, yeah. I saw it on TV. Yeah. I've got a good friend who was actually there. Yeah. There is record of it with yeah. an asterisk online. Uh-huh. It happened yeah. straight up. Yeah. Um, also, you get one more discrepancy you're going to have to settle. On one side, it shows you're 6'9". On the other one says <laughs> the other one says 6'11". So there, there's two inches somewhere in there. That uh, where, where do you fall in on the on the real regis? <laughs> well, now that I'm done playing, I'm 6'8". Yeah, see, uh, I've got a tape measure. I was right. going to say, but <laughs> right. I'm not. Six, I'm some days I'm 6'9", depending on the shoe. But, right, 6'11". Uh, yeah, right. 6'11", am, yeah. So I'm roughly 6'8 with the shoes off. Yeah. So. All right, cool. No, I was like, when I was looking at stuff, I was like, that's two inches. That's huge. 6'11", that's, that's almost yeah. seven foot. That's a monster. I was hoping, I'd probably still be playing Hell if I was yeah. seven foot, guys. <laughs> right, right. I don't yeah. think I want to do real estate. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's jump into real estate. So you're with Seminine. Yes. We've already kind of talked about numbers. Um, how long have you been doing it? You like it? You love it? You hate it? Well, where are you at? So, yeah, I've been doing it since, uh, it's a, since love, 2017. So I'm roughly about two years in and. Uh, I'm I'm really loving it right now. It's obviously a good market to be in mm-hmm. uh, to start your career, but um, I'm all, always you know researching because there is going to be a time when it's not as good as market it is right now. Oh, for now. sure. Um, and obviously, rates are the best that they've ever been. Yeah. And a lot of people that are my age, um, they're not used to uh the rates of getting any higher so when they were creeping up right. a little bit last year people, people were panicking freak, freaking out we're talking over a half point four <laughs> percent yeah. they're like i'm never and you hear old people talking about or older people talking about eight nine ten fifteen twenty percent right. you know back in the day yeah and we're like we're still talking like 3.9 we're only talking about four here <laughs> right. and, and i and i talked to i'm i'm a big component of talking to people who've lived through the ages of those things mm-hmm. Um, my mentor, Greg Taylor, he was, he always laughs. He goes, you've never been on in a market where it's 120 days on the market. Right. So that's, you know, that's a little scary, but also, um, I think, I think as a whole, uh, we, we everyone's more educated that are, that's my age and mm-hmm. oh, for uh, sure with, with everything that's happened in the past. So, well, um, you've got to, you've got to explain to people. I, I was working with some buyers recently and mom came with them. And we were looking at a property that they were interested in and we were talking price and stuff. And mom says, Oh, you never pay list price. And I said, hold up <laughs> right right now. You're paying above. Yeah. List right price. now you're paying more. That's the starting point. <laughs> yeah. That's more of a guideline. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, it's, and it obviously depends on location yeah. and everything. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's, yeah. And, and that hard, used to be true to swallow sometimes for people. Yeah. If, if they're, if they need a home, you yeah. gotta pay, you gotta pay list price or more. Yep. I'd say one of the hardest sales to sell right now is a price reduction. Like, you know, to talk to somebody like, cause everybody's here in the markets, like what we're talking about right now. Yep. Yeah. And then tell somebody like, you know, we're going to have to come down and it's been on the market for two or three months or whatever. Like that's gotta be the hardest conversation right now. Well, my neighbor's house sold for in three days or right. my neighbor's house sold in five days. And, and they probably automatically, I haven't had to do this, but I'm just saying, like, you know, yeah. they probably automatically think it's your fault. And it's like, I guess that's when your CMA comes into factor. And it's like, well, I told you, here's where we should be at, right. and, you know, but who knows? Uh, I just bet that's a... Yeah, you always got to remind your client where, I mean, I'm assuming you guys do the same with, with your listing appointments and set those expectations right. and those yes. things. And um, I've learned over over the time I've been, it's all about expectations and showing them what yep. could potentially happen, where you could hit. And um, I've learned that that kind of helps the process so you're not getting people that are chewing your head off yeah and pricing it right you know i was at a finalizing a listing appointment last night and she says well what if we put it up to this and i said then you're just advertising for your competition yeah Yeah. if you got a house that is 
similar and it's ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars less than the one you're listing, which one are they going to choose? Hmm. You got to stay sense, competitive. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you're you're doing any investing? Well, I, we're kind of talk. We've been talking about that like every show, pretty much. Neil hopefully is getting ready to start messing with it, and I'm you know I'm a few months out, but we're going to hopefully make like a cool little storyline, you know, as hopefully all well, smooth I'm, and easy and gravy. I've got hmm. my eye on a property that's very close right now. I've run some numbers. Nice stuff is looking good. Nice. Um, we had a previous guest, uh, Lauren, that is yep. an investor herself. She's going to go check it Mike. out with me. Yep, Mike, Mike did it also. a little bit. Yep. yep. So and she's going to go look at it with me. We've run some numbers, and she agrees that it is promising. And when he so. gets it, we're going to plug the hell out of it on here. So everybody, you'll, you'll know what it is, oh, and you'll yeah. know where we are yeah. from listening. To it, so yeah, yeah. I eventually want to get into the investment side. And, yeah. You know, just. Uh, getting back on my feet from, you know, try, you got to have a little money and whatnot. I, oh, for sure. I know there's ways that people say they put no money down or anything. I don't really understand any of that. No, so. and you're you're obviously not in as good of a position yeah. if you do that, but it can be It can be, be done, done yeah, yeah, for sure. But, yeah, the more you're able to put down, the better for, I guess, everybody. But that's going to be – that's the reason why I asked that. You know, I told you before, before we came on, like, the smoking meats is kind of our running story throughout everything. Yeah. And then investing, we pretty much – I think we've asked, I don't know if all of them, but most of them, if they, even some of the loan officers, if they invest or not, because that's just something that we're hoping to, he's going to be the guinea pig. We'll, we'll find out how yeah, it all we're, goes. We're but, starting uh, to get into it. And I know some people who've done really well with it. Yeah. Uh, so will you, when you say investment, are you keeping it as a rental or? Well, this first one is a potential flip. And then we've got our eye on something else as a rental right now. So. Nice. We're not limiting ourselves to only one thing. Are you going to get a duplex? Not yet. <laughs> Baby right. steps. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. You got anything else? I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if you. No. no that was. I mean, I just brought some number stuff. Cool. Uh, All topics. right. Topics. I'm going to let you guys wing it here. All right. Cool. Well, um, let's jump into. Do you, we we did we talk about it on the last show with Jeremy doing the the, um, the foodie well, stuff? We were talking about having uh, Jeremy do talk about food yeah or something um, catchy will come yeah. up with a cool little name but he's going to be a recurring hopefully every week i don't know if he wants to or not but maybe, if not every other uh to throw in his wherever restaurant he goes to come back give us a five minute or maybe not even that long three four five minute yeah, quick um, little rundown yeah and i don't know where he, he went this over. week do you know where he went um or where he, well i'm i think he was going today right now oh Cool. So I'm not gonna say in case he didn't go there. Okay. But here, I, we'll uh, we'll let you all listen to the interview. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm here again with a new friend of the show, Jeremy Judah. How's it going, Jeremy? Doing well. Thanks for having me again, Neil. Yep. Uh, which brokerage are you with again? Weicker Realtors, ABG Properties. Nice. So we like to revisit some of the food things we talked about with Jeremy. He had a little trip to a nice place that I've never been, but he also directed me to another place this week. Yeah, so nice, not as in fancy, but good. Uh, really good food. It was called Biscuit Belly. Some of you all may have heard of it, but um, basically they're – as the name suggests, they specialize in biscuits, biscuit sandwiches of all kinds. Um, I had the fire in your belly, which is a basically a fried chicken biscuit sandwich. has aioli, like a spicy aioli on there, pickles, and Kenny's cheddar cheese. I added the fried egg as well over easy. 
just because I like a fried egg on everything. <laughs> um, it was delicious. And there are 10 or so biscuit sandwiches. They also have several biscuits and gravy options. They've got some shareable side kind of things. And um, I don't know. It was, it was really good. I wish that I wasn't there by myself. I was basically, I was there um, doing quote unquote research. But uh, it's a little sad though. Yeah, I mean, I needed a friend or multiple friends so that we can try multiple things. But um, it was delicious. Really, really good. I hear a repeat trip in the future then. For sure. And uh, they've only been open for like four months, but they're opening a second location in St. Matthew. So their current location is on Main Street in Nulu. And they're getting ready to open a second location um, and, you know, formerly the Vogue Theater area, the, um, yeah, so that's where it's going to be. So there, there will be two Biscuit Belly locations. Well, you showed me a picture of your meal, and uh, if you'll let us show it on uh, our Facebook page, we would love to, but it, it looks amazing. Yeah, um, you know, it's got that runny yolk, and um, I think uh, eggs are controversial for some people, but... Um, I think, uh, if you love eggs, then you really love eggs <laughs> and I'm one of those people. And so, like I said, put a fried egg on anything. And, um, when you, when you kind of mash it down and the yolk runs, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. I like messy food anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's a knife and fork kind of sandwich, but I did, uh, I did pick it up towards the end. I was just like, I'm just going to eat this with my hands and you deal with it when you're done, you know? It's like how we eat chicken wings, you yeah. know, like I just, I get it all over myself and then, um, just clean up at the end. You cause... take care of yourself at the end. There's no point in staying clean through that. Yeah. It's kind of like with your kids, you know, you just let them finish <laughs> the meal and then you wipe them off at the end, you know, just, yeah. um, I mean, I guess if you have small children, like I do a little more awkward with your teenagers, but they doesn't, doesn't make doesn't mean they're less messy though. That's you know? true. Well, I I'm notoriously messy when I eat. I end up wearing uh, pretty much whatever I eat. So um, yeah, we know that about you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but what what is uh, where is the place? You should be embarrassed that you've never been there. Tell tell everybody where you went today uh, or no, yesterday, yesterday. Yesterday with your mom. El yeah. Taco Luchador. Taco Luchador. He's never been. Um, it is, I think the owners, uh, had kids that went to kids with my school at one time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I've known about it for a long time. Uh, mom suggested, uh, we go out for my birthday cause it was just my birthday as we mentioned before. And my mom and I will sometimes meet at Waffle House for brunch or something. And it's just, there's one that's kind of right in between us. It's kind of a guilty pleasure type thing that we go to. No, Waffle House is not a gourmet place, but you can't argue that it's like bad. My wife might argue that it's bad, but um, yeah, you have to appreciate <laughs> Waffle House for what it is. I have many a late nights. As, <laughs> uh, I remember many late nights at Waffle House in my, um, you know, late teens, early twenties. <laughs> um, I like my hash browns covered, chunked, and topped. I like uh, capped and peppered sometimes. Yeah, so I I learned I guess capped is that mushrooms. Yes, I'm not a big mushroom guy. But so I learned I learned covered chucked and topped from my friend Charlie Brown, 
that really is his name. <laughs> but uh, it was um, it was the hash browns with covered with cheese, chunked with ham, and then topped with chili. The ham sounds weird, like with your chili, but it, it really works. The chili, I feel like it's going in a whole different direction than just hash browns at that point, though. It's well, I mean, they like chili cheese fries, you know. Okay, um, I'm with they, you. And they don't have French fries at Waffle House, so you know. Okay. Um, and I was well, see, I usually got a burger, you know. Um, I usually double cheeseburger. I usually didn't get a waffle, um, but it's <laughs> honestly the waffles at Waffle House are just okay. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen them making? It's the messiest thing. They they have it everywhere, uh, and they're usually not very like crispy at all, like right. you know, but. I mean, they're still tasty. Like, it's hard to mess up a waffle, but... I'm more of like a sausage melt or a patty melt kind of thing there. Yeah, I feel you. Um, oh, but anyway... Yeah, Taco Luchador. Uh, yeah, well, Mom and I go there, and she and I was like, I don't know, you want to go to Waffle House? She was like, I'll go wherever. And so I ended up talking to Jeremy, saying, okay, here's the situation. And so I gave him some directions, like, between me and my mom... Where's a good place? And he said, you ever been to Taco Luchador? I said, well, no. He sent sent us there, and I have good things to report. <clears throat> so you had uh, several tacos, right? I, it, I did fish, pork, and beef. Right. And they're small, you know, little street tacos. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. And, and uh, my mom, who, of course, likes to tell everyone that it's my birthday, tells the person taking our order that it's a birthday so we got free churros and that was pretty cool too nice did they is it uh chocolate sauce to dip it in it was caramel caramel i um i don't know i mean taco luchador is they're part of like the Olay restaurant group so they've got muscle and burger bar and havana rumba um guacamole but i always say they really they know how to run a restaurant they have kind of a well-oiled machine you know a lot of times um you know People have a good concept, they'll have good food, but um, I always say there's so much more to having a good restaurant than just the food. And in this city, you know, it's very competitive, and I mean, you can be pretty darn successful. I, speaking of food and successful and all that, uh, some of you guys probably are aware that um, Butchertown Pizza Hall is closing, uh, which is very sad for me. It's one of my favorite pizza places um in town and i mean they you know when i've been there they seem to be pretty successful they Mm -hmm. seem to be doing pretty well so it's you just never know and um they they originally was papalinos and uh the chef alan rosenberg he he sold papalinos was that on baxter original location was on baxter new york style pizza okay big slices yes you know there's like like spinelli's has giant slices but their food isn't any good um (laughs) my personal opinion, but, uh, but you know, they, they just have really good ingredients. They're, you know, their, their pizza is just really good at, at a uh, Butchertown pizza hall. And so originally it's Papalino's, um, Alan Rosenberg sold it, did different things. He actually worked in, uh, some stuff with the Olay restaurant people. Um, and then he, uh, he took over, it was formerly Hall's cafeteria and redid that space and turned it into, Butchertown Pizza Hall, which I thought was a great concept, and I think that's what he does best is just, you know, fam- family-friendly, you know, just, I don't know, nothing fancy, just really good food. Um, and so they're closing on Sunday, the 30th, so that would be their last day in business. I, I, 
I've seen updates on Facebook. They've run out of food a couple of times. So they've been really, really busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess not enough to save them. Um, but yeah, so I, I plan on going there hopefully tomorrow with my family if we can get in and get some food. But um, yeah, that was sad it, news to report. I've actually, I, I have been to Popolino's. I've never been to Butchertown Pizza. Um, not long ago, my wife and I wanted to do a no frills date and go somewhere that was super casual and I put together a list for her to choose from and that was one of them but we ended up going to Grind uh, Burger Grind Burger Kitchen yeah yeah not a bad choice they have another uh, the Grind guy he he has a place called Oscar's Slider Bar don't know if you've heard of that I have not it's on Poplar level really good so all different kinds of sliders um, burger of course but they have uh, like they have one that's a halloumi cheese, which halloumi is a cheese that it's pretty mild in flavor, but it has like a really high melting point. So it never really melts like, and you, you know, you think that's not a good thing when it comes to cheese, but, but in this case it really is. Um, and, uh, they have a fish one, I think, and they have chicken, but, um, but yeah, Oscar slider bar worth checking out. Another place for us, Neil. Yep, that's on the list. Add it to the list. <laughs> it's a growing list. I and I was I always check to see, you know, what is new, what what else is coming out and it's hard to keep up especially when you work and you have kids and most of my time to go out is for lunch. I always get mad at places that aren't open for lunch because that's when I have the free time to go. Yep. Um but yeah, there's it, it's we we're very fortunate i always say to live in a city that has such a great food scene you know all different kinds of food all you know all different ethnicities and um you know for the size of the city we we really are lucky and for a long time we were more or less undiscovered under the radar mm-hmm. but um the past several years we've gotten a lot more national recognition national exposure and uh you know it's a good thing it is sure. a good thing well, let's expand the list. I'd say, too, for any of the listeners, let us know if there's somewhere we should check out that we don't know about yet. Yeah, and if you uh, if you know something that we haven't heard of or maybe we haven't heard of, then let us know. And, and it doesn't have to be, I always say, you know, um, as I said on the last time I was on here, I will travel for food. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be beautifully presented. I mean, some of the best taco places are these little tiny taquerias you know a lot of people think that we don't have authentic mexican food in in louisville um you know i'm not mexican so i am not i'm maybe not the authority on it but i do know that there are some tiny little shops well they have like the the um the grocery Mm -hmm. and the order at the counter and uh so it's like mexican grocery order at the counter and you get just what appears to be super authentic and i'm usually one of the only gringos there. So, uh, I like to think that's a good sign that, um, but ultimately it comes down. I'm not even really concerned about authenticity as long as it tastes good for me. That's what it's all about. But, um, yeah, so there's, there's some of those places off of Preston. There's one off Westport road called La Lozita. Um, I think it's called La Lozita anyway. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if you want to contribute or let us know where something is, um, Again, we're we're open to location and and um, like ethnicity. Like I said, it could be anything. Doesn't have to be fancy. Just uh, you know, we we like to eat. So 
Yeah, let us know. Well, thanks for uh, stopping by and sharing with us again. No problem. Anytime. All right. All right, that was awesome. Yeah, great. All right, <clears throat> sounds good. I'm hungry now. Yeah, yeah I'm for hungry sure. Now. We uh, always do this around lunchtime, and then we get yeah, hungry. I am hungry right now <laughs> beforehand. All right, well, let's talk about the Louisville football game first real quick before we get into anything else about the festivals and stuff. Um, well, we, we got to talk indie football. After yeah, that. we'll talk indie football, but the Louisville football game, they said it was three football games. It was a um, blowout. <laughs> a dramatic comeback and then a heartbreaking loss. So, uh, and that's kind of the way it was 21 nothing, I think, when it was all like a halftime or whatever. Then Louisville scores 24 unanswered points. And that's when I, I started watching like right at half. So I missed, I missed the blowout. I did catch the comeback. And the so. funny thing is, I actually was at a wedding. I'm in the same boat. Um, but I was getting quite a few texts from my group texts that I have. And um, I can't say what they said in the public, <laughs> right, but right. it was pretty funny to see their reactions and. Well, I was having um, a birthday party with my in-laws, so I wasn't in front of the TV, but I would check the score, and I'm like, what is going on? It was it was not your usual follow-along score yeah. type of game. Yeah, I was watching it on my phone at a birthday party, another birthday party, so everybody was kind of stopped. I pretty much watched the whole second half, and then other people would stop in and check in, whatever. So we made that dramatic comeback, and then I don't know how you want to – the <laughs> interception – you can people were questioning the play calling, whatever. I don't know. I thought we were. They marched right down. I thought they were going to punch it in. Yeah. Game over. Put them away. And then the interceptions, like it was like they did the exact same thing. They just went straight down, right. punched in, and then they punched. Uh, it was just. Uh, I mean, I, I got to say, I love our play calling this year. I mean, hell yeah. I think um, you can always argue play calling for stuff that it's doesn't easy. work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's and it's easy for us to say that stuff too. Yeah. Like, right and obviously, you can see a change in attitude and everything with all the players. I mean, it's yeah. been it's been fun to watch us this year so far. They had heart. I mean, the the first game of the season, the Notre Dame. As soon as they marched down on us, they were like, "Oh, here we go again." Yeah, and here we go. came back, punched them, and then they were like, "Yeah, so we the, didn't the, back down." It was fun to watch. No, the yeah, fight's there. I was expecting to be turning it off by the end of the first quarter yeah. when it's thirty-five nothing or something. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Well, wait a second. I watched the whole game. Yeah, and it was entertaining. I know we didn't win, but we looked like we could play. Exactly. And I mean, I'm excited for Cyberfield and see what he's got to bring. Yeah. Uh, for obviously for the rest of this year and moving forward, he's putting together a good recruiting class too. I don't know where you know how different coaches have different parts of the country they have pipelines mm -hmm. out of. like Kentucky you know they, they, they get Ohio for some reason they, right. they pull a lot of kids out of there our past coaches seem like you know he um, he pulled from Georgia quite a bit Miami little, yeah mm -hmm. a little bit of Alabama we got Miami so I don't know where his loyalties I don't know where they're where they're pulling them off he's got like because I think he's from hell I can't remember but uh, <laughs> I would say I don't know where he's pulling but I think he's from Pennsylvania maybe don't no, he's from North Carolina, I think. North Carolina? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think so. Well, that's a that's a football powerhouse right there. So, <laughs> yeah. I, think so, I wish he was from Texas and pulling over there. But uh, <laughs> that'd be nice. But uh, either way, I know he's putting together a heck of a recruit. Did y'all see that Des Fitzpatrick catch? Did anybody? Oh, yeah. Over his head, one-handed. Like, he's stupid. He's unbelievable. But uh, <laughs> it was over the defender's head, over his head, and like, Oh gosh! They can't see what I'm doing, but anyways, it was <laughs> it was a hell of a catch. It was unbelievable. So he he's a he's a freak. But uh, yeah, that was badass. But uh, yeah, so can, we, can you show us again? Yeah, it, here it is. It, over both oh, that's of their awesome. yeah, over both of their heads and <laughs> one handed, and it was badass. That's what a couple shows ago I said. Call in now, and I'm like, no, don't call our Texas because you won't be hearing this for a week and a half. Right. <laughs> but, uh, 
Anyways, all right. Well, um, let's talk about music festivals. Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, we gotta oh, get back oh, Andy, to indie, indie football. Yes, two indie. You. Sorry, Colts because, fans here. Wait, yeah. hold on. What's your team? So, <laughs> we can, so we can get rid of you for a second. I'm a college. I'm a college guy. Oh, okay. I mean, He's I, one of those. Guys. I used yeah. to be a diehard Cowboys fan, but oh, I, I don't gosh. really. They're good again. I know. Evidently. Of course, they're good again. Yeah, uh, but no, I, I'm not buying it. I don't. Nah. I don't keep it. Yeah, that's what somebody said. They're playing a real team this week. But, yeah, uh, that is true. They played some <laughs> cupcakes. Yeah, and I've told my friend. I said, "Who have you guys played actually?" Because I have plenty of. I have probably ten friends that are Cowboys fans, and actually, before the season started, I uh, was posting everything on my Instagram story that I had to relate with. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's, you know, contract and yep. he's going to hold out yep. and just laughing. At, <laughs> and even uh, there was a story that came out that Des, uh, Prescott wanted like stupid money over he does. thirty million dollars. He's doing himself right right now by playing well. Yes, uh, but they've played Miami, terrible. Uh, the Eli-led Giants, mm. and who who else? Somebody else. I don't remember. Who did they played last week. It was well, they played they played the Dolphins last week and they played the Giants the first week. I can't remember who they played. It doesn't matter. They beat them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the Colts. Well, so um, back in uh, around 2000, I, start, I was working at a little store. Long story short is I started watching football a lot more than NFL on Sundays. And uh, Peyton Manning, who is exciting to watch, not only was he easy to root for, but the local game in Louisville is almost always Indianapolis now. So once I started watching all the time, it was always Indianapolis. And it, it snowballed to where I'm a diehard fan. You know, I get to say I was at the fourth and two game. Yeah. I was at the AFC championship when, when they finally beat the Patriots. I was at the, the second best comeback Chiefs game. I've been, and, and it's awesome. And my wife and I have awesome stories about it. I just don't really know Indianapolis people. That's the thing. We're actually yeah. good. It's very. I think Indianapolis to me is um, people-wise is similar to Louisville. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say I think Louisville people are actually more nice. I've had, really? I've had family say, "Hey, like Louisville people are so very, uh, so nice," and um, I, I want my parents to move down here. So I keep telling them they're nicer than Indianapolis. Yeah, Come yeah. down. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I I grew up a Colts fan from the get-go. Yeah. And, uh, I mean. I was there. I was going to games at the RCA Dome with uh, with my grandma and watched uh, Falk. I remember watching him play. Yeah, hell yeah. Things like that. And um, when Peyton came, you know, it was hard at first, but then you know he had Edron James and yeah Harrison, uh, just all those guys. I grew up around it and watching it. And then I can't tell you the amount of text messages I've had when Andrew Luck retired. Well, I I was getting them as well because everybody knows I'm a Colts fan. And the thing about that, I wasn't shocked but i was surprised i was i was in chicago for my wife's 30th birthday party and I'm, it comes across the ticker mm -hmm. and, it, and we were watching the miami uh florida game that was the, that, that game and it came across the ticker andrew luck retires uh and i was like, like no, that can't be right. am i no. drinking or is that <laughs> like he's my age and he uh yeah it, and it was crazy and um but i i, I get it as an athlete i get 100 percent Right. What he's talking about as a fan, I'm just disappointed with the timing of yes, it. Yes, because they're good now. Yes, they're, it's not just the Andrew Luck show; they're good everywhere. And right. if it had went fallen, the chips had fallen right, he could have been a Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, first ballot. Like, there's no telling what he he's done. He's got all the talent. He just, I mean, he ran for his life for years. Yep. He had crazy injuries, like lacerated organs. Yeah, stuff. weird stuff. I blame our past GM for. Oh why yeah, Ryan Grigson. I would like to show up at his house with the the pitchforks and the torches and <laughs> ask for his head, because I mean, okay, 
have we, have we talked about this on here yet? 2013, number 24 pick of the NFL draft, Bjorn Warner. Mm-hmm. Number 27 pick, DeAndre Hopkins. Can you imagine T.Y. and DeAndre Hopkins lining up opposite sides? Yep. It would be pretty filthy, to be honest with it you. It really would. And I, we've never had a receiver like, you know, Hopkins. or no. I mean, obviously, we've had the Hilton and the Harrisons from yep. my era. And Reggie Wayne. You, get, you better mention Wayne or my yeah. wife will get mad. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie's the man. But, I mean, honestly, we just never had that, that type of talent, you know, like an OBJ-type talent yep. like Hopkins, Hopkins is. So, so uh, we were – my brother-in-law, who's a Falcons fan, and my son – who is kind of a Giants fan now. Poor guy. I know. Well, we went to the Falcons-Colts game this past Sunday, and T.Y. goes out, Darius Leonard was out, um, Malik Hooker went out. We're deep, too. Zach Pascal catches a a touchdown pass. You know, who's that exactly? (laughs) (laughs) No, and I know who who he is. Yeah. But, uh, I I mean, I love our team, honestly. I, I still think we can make a run. Um, I think Brissett's really he, doing. He his put job. on a show Sunday, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna continue to get better. Um, he's he did. I mean, he did well in the year that he had to play when Luck was out. He did. Um, he, he was carried us he, some games. We just had no line at that time. And now, I mean, we're a deep deep team at all positions. Our defense is underrated, and we're starting to see more respect on that front. And I think obviously having Mac and the offensive line that we have, we just got to keep feeding him the ball and yep. do the do the little things. I think our offensive play calling is uh, so much better now with Frank Wright. It's awesome. Um, Pagano just, I just couldn't stand that offense. Everyone liked Pagano, but he did not have that same killer instinct kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you I, know, we we would come out and look unprepared. And uh, was it? The, I think it was the Tennessee game. Frank went for it on fourth and fourth and like inches, and it was almost to basically seal the game and right. commentators are like what is he doing like he could you know not get this and then they can score right away well i love the guts that he I has and it makes it makes the game more fun yep sweet sounds cool so go horse and yeah, sorry that we, i'm glad i got to plug that in a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah uh I, I know a couple of those names you all were talking about but uh, no, uh <laughs> So there's the, the the Colts fans for all you Colts fans out there there's your talk y'all probably either agreeing with or uh we need Colin's, a Colts like bar or something here where we can all get yeah. together. I'm surprised and watch the game. we don't have something I know, like that. Because we get the local games, and I know a bunch of people that like the Colts. Well, didn't they start like a a bar for Teddy when he was at Minnesota? Wasn't there somebody? I thought there was like a local thing I'm, around here where everybody's going. I'm sure there was. Yeah, watching the know. Vikings play when he was in his prime or whatever. Which hey, shout out to Bridgewater. Shout he, out to yeah. we had two, two Louisville two quarterbacks, yeah. starting weekend. quarterbacks this past week in the NFL. Lamar. He can't beat the Chiefs. Well, who can? I know. <laughs> he only has two losses, and both of them are to the Chiefs right now. Well, the Chiefs uh, <laughs> are pretty, pretty good. dang good. They're pretty and, good. And I, I like watching them. He actually came back, and he got some yeah. video game moves out yep. there. And Especially that run to the right, everybody told Yes. Me. The, dude grabbed the, air. <laughs> a bunch of dudes were trying to tackle him. He's like, you're just not going to Every now and then he makes these pro D-backs look just like <laughs> – like what the guy said, look like somebody off of college of Charleston From or something. Like, yeah, yeah, like some eighteen year old kid. Every now and then he does something stupid. You're just like, God, I miss that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we all do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But uh, and then Bridgewater, like I said, he went down there and I watched his little video, of the game ball and all that stuff. Yeah, he, he, looked, he looked calm, cool, and collected throughout his game. And yeah, the video at the end, uh, it was pretty dang cool to see that he wasn't make trying you, to cry, but it'll it, make you tear up a little he, bit. Yep, uh, you can see that his teammates really rallied around him, and he's really well respected. He throws a pretty – like, when he was at Louisville, man, he threw a pretty ball with in, his glove on. 
in the flat out. Bowl, if you remember, there was a, a pass from him that went incomplete that hit the pylon. And me and my buddies are like, That's I bet the, yeah, the target is the pylon. I guarantee it. I yeah. mean, his accuracy was, Unbelievable. was awesome in college. And obviously, he hasn't had uh, a crazy amount of playing in, in the pros. But Well, I'm, you were talking about you know being the the star or whatever. They were talking on the radio. I was listening mm-hmm. to 93.9 the other day. or uh, And they were saying uh, he, this is the first time he's ever not been the man. Like all through high school, right. all through college. He said his toughest job was riding the bench for like five games his first freshman year. He's like, he thought he'd come in there and steal the job and take it over. Right. And then they say he was doing sign calls and he said it was killing him to not be number one under, uh, I think it was, a little, I can't remember who he was under, but uh, he said that was hard on him. He said, this has been hard on Was him. it Will Stein? Maybe it was. That sounds right. Yeah. And then he got hurt yeah. in the UK game. Maybe that's what and it was. And then Bridgewater came in. It happened two or three years in a row. They would, uh, two years in a row. Yeah. They would hurt our starter. Then our backup would come in and shut them down. But yeah, he, uh, well, he passed up Miami to come here, you know, because who would, would you rather to ride the bench? Like, you know, right. I'd rather ride the pine behind this Hall of Famer to teach me some stuff, right? Than go. That's what they said. He'd probably already be out right now from playing for Miami, getting beat up. But uh, yeah, yeah, he did good. So yeah, two Louisville. We were, we rarely get to shout out our yeah. great players like that in the NFL. So that's cool. It's a good time to be Hearts fans hell and yeah. watching your guys in the pros. Yeah, it yep. is. All right, well, do, now do we want to move on to the festivals? Okay, we can move okay, on. Okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> Colts are – we're done with the Colts. So uh, music festivals, we, we started talking about before we came on, but there's a three-week run, and we are getting ready to start week number three of the, of the final. There was a country one and last week. It's kind of a hodgepodge. A little mix everything. of – Hall and Oates was there, like this random – Foo uh, Fighters, I think. John Fogarty. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you'd just call that a mix-up. I don't know. But this weekend – it's louder than life. So this one's gonna uh, this one's gonna be a rock and roll. I think Slipknot's headlining Saturday <laughs> night. So uh, it's gonna get a little rowdy down there. It's yeah. gonna be. So yeah. here's the interesting thing: the way that I guess the expressway is, you can hear it here. That's crazy. We're in the high, the upper Highlands near wow. 264, and you can. I was like, oh, somebody's having band practice this past weekend. <laughs> well, that's new, and then. I had gone online and been like, oh, that's the festival. So imagine if you live a couple hundred yards in front of that place. Yeah. And I'm sure some people aren't happy. Oh, they've I mean, been getting they've been just getting as unhappy complaints. with the top golf, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. the same. Yeah, no, we won't even we won't even go there. <laughs> have you guys talked about that yet? We can talk about top I don't golf. Know if we <laughs> may have I think we did back when it was first. It's just a not in my backyard thing. That's right all there, that is. Know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I want it. I'm just yeah, yeah. yeah. So, be Most awful. of us want it. It's like 12 people over there that don't <laughs> right. want it, and they apparently have deep pockets to where they're paying these attorneys to keep appealing and appealing. So <laughs> they're going to end up pissing them off. They're going to go across the river over to Indiana, and they'll they'll gladly take them. Off. That's yeah, what somebody. Will. Well, I'm almost licensed in Indiana, so oh, I've nice. been thinking about that too. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I've hell taken yeah. the class. I just haven't done. I've done that too. I've taken the, the class. Yet. Just haven't. I, I need to make sure it's worth it. But anyways, we'll, we're, we're running. Uh, nobody wants to hear us talk about what type of license we're carrying. But, uh, until we do get them, then we'll be like, yeah. hey, We have our Indiana, Indiana license. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that shows this weekend, Louder Than Life, I think Slipknot's, I, I think Rob Zombie's Sunday night, which y'all see Sid Dud, you know, Sid from Devil's Rejects and all that. Yeah. The blue face dude. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just passed away. He oh. was like 81. Oh, geez. Yeah, I had no idea. But he was a creepy We saw him in Gatlinburg. Uh, a few years back, we were eating at a restaurant. I think it was a Mellow Mushroom, and it was right across from some little scary house, haunted house thing or whatever. 
and he was out front with his blue face on and stuff, walking around, talking to people and taking pictures and stuff. <laughs> you know, he's a pretty big dude too. Yeah. But um, but he uh, <laughs> thanks. He uh, he was down there, so he was. I think we got everybody was trying to take pictures and stuff with him or whatever. But uh, yeah, so uh, I think Rob Zombie. I'd like to see. Have you ever seen Rob Zombie? No. I um, bet he puts on a. There are some bands that I I'm kind of a rock and roll fan from back in the day. Oh yeah. Uh, like Guns and Roses is playing this weekend. Are they? We saw them. Me, my wife and I went, and she she went with me, and um, we saw them in Cincinnati in '16, I think. Nice. And they were actually a lot better than I expected they were going to be. Well, they're coming out with um, Hell's. Uh, he's got the third one coming out. You know, do you ever watch the Devil's Rejects or uh, his little Rob Zombie's movies? You ever watch those? I can't even think of the second. Oh, one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, well, the third one he's getting ready to release. He's getting ready to come out. So they're kind of. They're good. I like them. If you're into, it's not really scary movies. It's more uh, gore, I guess. He, he's, yeah. It's all he he writes them, produces them, directs them. So he imagine. I've if, seen a handful of them, and yeah. I mean, every <laughs> once in a while, he's not like my go-to movies. No, but, no, no. <laughs> it's not date night. No, <laughs> no way. No, no. They're kind of cheese, but they're all right. But um, all right. Well, um, music festivals. Only thing I really have kind of about to wrap it up um yesterday i launched my well i made it facebook official we launched it back in july but um kentucky and blinds so i put it we i talked about it on the last show mm-hmm. mentioned that we were kind of doing that or whatever me and my father-in-law i've got over 105 likes or hearts and and uh 12 shares so like we're getting lots of love so every everybody out there and i didn't even know i had it private for like the first six hours <sighs> So I'm like, nobody's sharing this. I'm like, I figured at least family or something. Right. Yeah. But now that I've made it private, everybody's going back. But I'm like, man, I'd have like 30 or 40 shares if I somebody called me up, make this shareable. I'm like, why didn't the other 100 people say, hey, right. make this shareable? But anyways, no, uh, it's doing good. So, um, Well, and now, I've already seen, like, we've, we've hung out with some people. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, and by the way, I've got this window. I mean, yeah. it's, I think you're going to do great. We've already done some installs. So, yeah. Um, We've, we're waiting on some shutters to come in. Those things take forever. But, uh, no, we've already done a few jobs. But we're just now starting to kind of – I wanted to get a few under our belt because I'm, I'm the green guy here. Like, I'm the one just learning all this. So now that we've kind of done some – we've done some blind jobs, we've done some shutter jobs, now I'm telling I'm telling the whole world. So um, all 150, 200 y'all out there, all y'all, <laughs> send, me your, send me your business. So, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it's doing it's doing good. So if I do, a, you know, a big job, I guess uh I guess I'll talk about it on here. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I guess what's cool about Windows, but I'll find a way to spin it. So, yeah, um, you, can, you can talk about anything. Sure. As yeah. long as you do it in a good way. Yeah, all right. Well, that's all I have. I don't know what else you all have. Um, you got anything over there, Steven? Um, honestly, I just want to thank you guys for having me on. It's been a great show so far, I guess. Yeah, yeah. thanks it for was, coming it's on. It's been awesome. I appreciate it. I, uh, I'll be on again if you guys ever have me. I enjoy it. And, cool. Uh, cool. Go cards. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go cards. That's what our send offs. We've been wanting to come up with like the exact same send off every show. That's so why we should just wrap it up. All right, and uh, go cards. And go cards. Thanks. <laughs> you got anything, Neil? Anything over there you want to no, touch on? I agree with the sentiment. Go cards from you. Yeah, right. go well, cards from me. Um, until. And Colts. Uh, and Colts. Yeah, and Colts. <laughs> so until next week. Yep, because we, we're weekly now. Yeah, we're weekly. Um, we have we have guests lined up for like six more weeks, so um, we'll have guests on every every one of them. So until next week, we'll talk to you guys later. And thanks for listening in. And um, thanks go, to Stephen. Go Cards. Go Cards. Thanks, go Steve. Cards. <laughs> thanks for listening to Talk About Town. 
Don't forget to like and follow us on social media. Our music was composed by Andrew Codeman. Make sure to join us next time. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty. 